Welcome to Dishin' It, the Daughter and Daddy podcast. I'm Regan. And I'm Mike. Daddy, daughter, Disney travel talk meets fun and friendship. Coming up on episode 6 of Dishin' It. All aboard with listener train mail. While Disney World is opening, we'll share all the news. Top 3 Daughter and Daddy pick their top 3 cruise destinations. Daughter and Daddy outside the park. Our special segments, Walt's Wisdom and the Extra Magic Minute. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside of the podcast at all times, because your ride is about to embark. Welcome back to Dishin' It. I'm Mike. And I'm Regan. Episode 6, Regan, and we're changing the game plan. We had originally planned, I think, to talk about Port Orleans, and uh, but this time we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk about Walt Disney World reopening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know they're reopening? No. Oh, they are? Yeah. I know. Woo. Excited. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a bit uh, for the listeners, but I think as we kick off every episode, it's time for Train Man. So Regan, I hear the train. It's coming. Did they drop off any mail? Yeah, they dropped off a letter. Okay. Why don't you open up and see what we got here? So, we got a letter from Hank. Okay. And Hank wants to. Hi, Hank. <laughs> Hank wants to know if things go well and, and he can go to Disney again. What are some affordable re recommendations? Recommendations. Okay. W- what do you think? Oh, uh, Port Orleans. Port Orleans. Yeah. You, so we were going to talk about Port Orleans, and so for Hank, if you tune into next episode, uh, we should be talking about that. But uh, Port Orleans is a great uh, moderate resort. It's it's affordable. It's close to everything, and uh, it, it really gives you a deluxe type feel, but at the uh, moderate price point, and it's uh, at the lower end of the moderate price point as well. I think Port Orleans is great value, good choice. Mm. Um, we think uh, art uh, art of animation. Is it also a good choice? There's lots of great value resorts. Um, Coronado is a great resort as well. Um, so there's some really good choices out there to stay at. Um, you have any recommendations? I was thinking of the campground. But yeah, that you know, I forgot about that. He, he, so listeners, if you listen, uh, Disney reopening, we got a little special uh segment there or uh, news about the campground but the campground is a really great choice it's affordable lots of space really unique disney uh atmosphere there it's just a boat ride across to magic kingdom and you can socially distance there hank so it's a great place um and we reviewed it i believe it was last episode or the one before that episode five i think we actually reviewed it yeah yeah so good choice. Okay, so thanks, Hank, for the letter. Appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you got some feedback there. And uh, we look forward to hopefully uh, hearing about your stories uh, of going back to Disney. Well, Regan, it's time for some good news. Disney has provided its plan to Orange Country Economics Recovery Task Force to reopen July 11th. Yeah, so uh, great news now for families. Um, we're going to get right into it. This is a proposal that uh, Disney plans 
to open Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom July 11th. So mark that down in your calendars. Uh, July 11th, Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom are opening. Um, Epcot and Hollywood Studios will be on the Wednesday, July 15th. Now, as we were told families in episode 5, Disney plans on doing a soft reopening prior to July 11th. Remember, Disney opened the reservation system beginning July 1st. Yeah, good point, Regan. So Disney will open the parks earlier to some property guests as they phase in the reopening. Now, this is where we're going to get back to uh, Fort Wilderness Campgrounds. So you can get in there about three weeks before at Fort Wilderness. So it's one of the properties that is going to be open well before the July 11th date. And like we spoke of on the last episode, is Disney's going to gradually phase in the opening. We can socially distance at Fort Wilderness Campgrounds. And so they're uh, phasing that in with a reopening about three weeks before that. And Disney Vacation Club members can also uh, uh, partake as well. So big news for people. If you are got a reservation, you're going to be getting into the parks. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can have a lot of fun. Yay. 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 That's right. Brides. Yeah, so some things we want to talk about uh, just for reopening is there's some protocols. So Disney did talk to the, or submitted a proposal to the Orange County Economic Recovery Task Force about the reopening of July 11th. And we talked about in the last episode that they're going to follow the Shanghai model where they're opening at limited capacity. We're probably thinking about 30% uh, upon reopening and then gradually every week adding 5,000 visitors. Um, that's the model they use in Shanghai. They're probably going to be using it here as well as they phase in opening. Um, some things that people are going to have to do, though, so Disney has me measure, uh, some measures in place to protect you and their staff, is physical distancing. So we're going to have to keep six feet apart from each other. That includes lines, queues, uh, transportation, the whole gamut there. There's going to be enhanced cleaning services and sanitation. They're going to be checking your temperature, okay, both the staff and the park guests. And there's going to be limited contact enhancement. So uh, we're going to try to not be contacting each other or, or shared items like think of buffets um, as much as possible. Okay, railings and everything are going to be cleaned. It's going to be pretty intense there. So you can expect when you go to the park that for entry, you're going to need to have a face mask. Temperature screening, so expect that red dot on your forehead as they shoot you to check your temperature, and they're going to expect you to physically distance. Now, I haven't heard, but I'm sure they're going to have um, masks available at the gate, and you can probably get a really fun Mickey mask, or maybe you can like have like an Olaf mouth mask <laughs> one, right? So, like, what are some interesting masks Disney could come up with? Carrot. Carrot. Oh yeah, you can have a carrot one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there's going to be lots of uh, probably cool masks you can wear. Probably uh, after you're in the park, there's probably going to be work or uh, traffic flow arrows in the park, so guiding you. And you can expect some staff-only areas to be open to allow traffic flow and better egress out of zones. So it's going to be pretty different, but just like 9-11, uh, everybody got through 9-11 and was now we're fine with getting our bags checked, right? And going through the machines. We're going to be fine with this after a couple of uh, years. So it's it's not going to be a big deal in the grand scheme of things. 
you're going to see a lot of different Disney signs. What am I holding up here, Regan? A piece of paper. Yeah. What's on it? A bunch of signs? Yeah. Yeah. So Disney's going to have like a bunch of Disney signs up there about what's required to get entry, what's happening with health and safety measures. Some are going to be fun. Some are going to be really specific and uh, detailed. Um, there's going to be like hand washing signs. There's going to be more hand washing stations. It's just going to be pretty different reality for us as we attend the parks. Um, so again, July 11th is the actual official date for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. July 14th, the Wednesday, will be the official date for uh, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Uh, don't expect the water parks anytime soon, folks. That'll probably be well off in the future. And we're going to hope everything goes well. Now, if you're listening at home, I want you to be the person that goes to the park and respects the cast members and complies. Okay, that is Disney is private property. You, if they say you have to wear a mask, you have to wear a mask. Otherwise, don't even bother. If you're going there to, to create a little bit of a scene, you don't think the mask applies to you, well, tough, it does. It's private property. If I go to your home, I expect to follow the rules of your house, and you're going to Disney's home, so you have to follow the rules of their house. Okay, so masks, wash your hands, temperature screening, the whole nine yards. Keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe. And keep us safe for when we go and we see you there. Okay? Um, so, Regan, uh, I, there's a lot more information we can give people about this, but. Uh, Daddy, enough! Oh. Enough! You could go on this for days. I know. But we have to move on to our top three Walt Disney cruise destinations. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Cruise destinations, okay. Folks, I always get cut off. It's just unbelievable. You're welcome. <laughs> Alright, so. It's time. We're going to have our top three. So we have three standards of excellence. We have our first star, second star, and third star. So let's begin, Regan, with our top three Walt Disney World, or sorry, top three Disney cruise destinations. So do you want to go first or do you want me to? Uh, you can. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, so my number three, my third star for cruise destinations is Icy Straight Point. Now, for some of you, you're like, I never heard of that. And for other people, I'm like, might be, I've been there, Mike, and I don't get it. But that's my number three. So, Icy Straight Point, it's in your Alaska cruise itinerary. It's very quaint and rustic and not built up. The cruise ship sort of has this giant metal um, platform coming out to it from, from the land and you just exit off of it and you seem like you walk for maybe four or five hundred meters till you actually get on land and then it's just it's almost like a couple of wood houses and that's it but what you it's it's a indigenous village there and you can partake in the stores and everything you can eat fresh crab it's fantastic and it's just so rustic and so you're just in the wilderness and it's very minimalist in its impact on the environment and that's where regan we saw killer whales yeah so we had went on a little charter out uh, with a bunch of other guests and we saw killer whales did you enjoy the killer whales yeah they did the tail flap down at the very end yeah that's right literally we had we followed a pod of probably six or seven killer whales and it was absolutely amazing and uh, just being mm, maybe 12 feet from them and loved it 
absolutely loved it. There's also the zip lining. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about it. We didn't do the zip line, but you can zip line, line down um, the cliff that's there, which is pretty cool, mm-hmm. through the trees. And it was it was awesome because you see them coming down and then they disappear in the treetops and in the mist and then they come back out and all you hear is them screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So that's my number three star, Icy Straight Point. Highly recommend the Alaska Cruise, um, as you will see probably, but uh, that's my number three. Regan, you're number three. So mine... Third star will be Skagway. So what we did there was dog sledding, but there was no snow, so we had kind of like a wagon thing. And the dogs were pulling us, and it was really fun. Yeah, so the dog sledding, we did dry land dog sledding, so we were on a wheel-type sleigh, and these dogs were just so excited to go. You could just see the happiness in them as they go. And we took video of the dog sled ride, and we actually have video of one dog as it's coming around the corner. It was in the middle of the series of dogs. I don't know how you call that, but it jumped up as it's going around the corner, let its friends pull it, and it peed midair with the leg up as it's running. It was just, and I have this on video. We didn't realize it till after the fact. Peed, being pulled through the air, peeing around the corner, drops down, keeps running. It was just like, what? It was insane. Yeah, true. It's, we have video. We, you know, I, 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 we will post the video at some point. Yes. Yeah. So good number two. That was really a lot of fun, the dog sledding. Or number three, three. sorry. That was a lot of fun, that dog sledding. Yeah. Do it again. So my number two star is St. Petersburg, Florida. Russia. Or, sorry, Russia. I was thinking Florida because we've had we've had people watch us from Florida. Was that the uh, dolphin swimming with dolphins? No, no, St. Petersburg. That's in Russia. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. So the St. Petersburg, Russia. We went to um, the Winter Palace. Oh yeah. And we saw the peacock clock being wound and played for us, which was uh, made by Catherine the Great. And we had a tour at night of uh, the Hermitage, which mm-hmm. and uh, with a, a private orchestra, which was for you know maybe sixty guests, Disney guests. But it was sort of like Night at the Museum. So if you watch the movie Night at the Museum, or read the book, or read the book, it's sort of like that. We had sort of the the whole hermitage to ourselves in our group as we walked through it it was really cool just awesome to see the artwork in there um see the peacock clock being wound fantastic and we can post a video of that too and uh, just the orchestra playing in the uh, winter palace was amazing absolutely amazing interesting experience being in russia um the the aloofness of some of the people, um, stoic expressions, uh, but exceptionally friendly there. And we had a fantastic, fantastic time. So that's my number two, St. Petersburg, Russia, my number, not Florida. <laughs> <laughs> my number two was Castaway Key. And when we went there, Dad, you did the 5K run. I did the 5K run. Which we talked about in an earlier episode. Yep. And we we were swimming, but then it started raining. It bored. <laughs> yeah. And so everybody was trying to get into the carts, because, but they weren't allowed to move because it wasn't un, was unsafe. 
Yeah, there was lightning, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was flooding. All we could see was cast members um, um, walking in the deep waters to the location that they had to go to for work. Yeah, they. so Disney staff members did not get a break. They had to get to their shifts on time and everything. Um, it was it was interesting because they were they were challenged to get there. They had to actually run because they couldn't use the buses. So they were running in three feet of water. What it seemed like <laughs> it was really funny, uh, but they made it there. I guess to their shifts on time. Yeah, you know things happen, right? And this little monsoon just came out of nowhere. But it was enjoyable. Yeah, we had fun. We swam a bit, right? Yeah. And I did the five k run. We went snorkeling. We went snorkeling. Yeah, it's true. Good. Well, mostly I did. I was in the water with you a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was allowed to go by myself, though. Yeah, well, you got to keep the kids safe. And if you are going to go snorkeling there, you can look at a location in the water that there's a mini. If you go deep enough, there's a mini stone structure down there. It's really cool. Yeah. Good number two. Michael. So my number one is Tallinn, Estonia. If you have a chance to do your Northern uh, Europe cruise, um, go to Tallinn, Estonia, uh, get off the boat for sure. This little medieval city is a truly a wonder to behold. The sight lines are breathtaking. The scenery is epic. We now there's a wall protecting the city, and you know I can't I can't remember when the wall was built, but it, obviously medieval times. And the kids, we got, we were there at nine o'clock and we got a half an hour to tour the wall. And so we got to climb up on the wall and walk along the rampart. And you and Grayson were doing that. And then we got into one of the towers. And you remember going up the tower? Yeah. Yeah. So the tower was closed, but the door was open. And <laughs> so we went up and we went up three flights of I think or two flights of spiral stairs up to the top of the of the I guess the watchtower and just looking at it, it was it was pretty amazing and it's sort of like you were exploring stuff yeah yeah it was really cool so that's my number two highly recommend going to uh, Talon you were first pardon that was your first that was my no that was my first yes that's true I don't know I'm so lost today <laughs> I'm so lost today yeah so that's my first star Talon Estonia it's it's right there. You gotta go. It's um, one of the most beautiful cities you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Who's your number one? Uh, Ketchikan. Ketchikan. Oh, we went we were going back to Alaska. Okay, Ketchikan. Okay, why? We did geocaching, and I found that very enjoyable. So we rode. Did we? We rode like an inflatable boat, didn't we? Yep. And that was like a jet boat. Yeah, we'll go really fast on top of the waters to an island. Yeah. And we had to follow a path looking for boxes and if we found the box we could uh we could take one souvenir from it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then we I think we had hot chocolate at the end. Yeah, but I think so you only get to keep one thing so you can see in between which box and if you like something better than the thing you have, then you switch it down. <sighs> Oh. So you're only allowed to keep one thing, but you can it can change over the course of the geocaching. Yeah. And uh so we were in a one of the rainforests there. 
um, and doing the geocaching, and it was a beautiful. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing bald eagles, lots of them. Yeah. We saw a nest. Yeah, we saw a nest. That's true. Yeah, good. Good number one star there, Regan. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, good. So I think we're going to move on to daddy and daughter outside the park. Yay! So what's going on, Regan? Uh, you went golfing with Uncle Jeremy. Yeah, I went golfing with uh, my good friend Jeremy and I got a hole in one. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, so very exciting for me, my first ever hole in one golfing. And um, kind of hard to celebrate um, with this physical distancing, but the air high fives were great. <laughs> and just after I got that hole in one, uh, my new set of irons came. So I've retired the club. I got a hole in one with right away. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah exciting. Really exciting to get a hole in one. Um, I was thinking, Regan, just to switch baking. So you like to bake, right? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. So I think, folks, in in the future, you might see us doing some baking together as we sort of expand our repertoire, and you can uh, get some baking lessons from Regan, and uh, I'll try not to sabotage her food one day. So we're baking, yeah? No? Well, you know, you're the baker of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Mom burns everything. So we'll, we'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can never have too many dish pans. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to, for listeners, we're going to do a baking segment at some point, So, which would be great. Yeah, what else is new? Uh, hmm. Oh, Father Day. Father's Day is coming up. Yeah, Father's Day is coming up. That's true, right? So for our next episode, a special Father's Day episode, we're going to have some very special guests joining us. Yeah, and we'll get to the we'll get to that when we wrap up the show as a teaser. Yeah. And um, the other thing, uh, just news for the listeners out there, is we do have a merch store now. So we have our very own merch. Merchandise. Yeah, is that how you say it? I thought the kids say it merch. Yeah, kids say merch, but I prefer merchandise because okay. it sounds more proper. So, we're, we, so folks, we have some merchandise. <laughs> uh, we have a new store, and it's full of merchandise, and you can get dishnet um, mugs, you can get dishnet shirts, you can get dishnet... Sweaters! Sweaters, yes. Fabulous merchandise for everybody in your family. Now, what's your... Uh, we have we have a we have our signature daddy enough t-shirt so you can get daddy enough t-shirt from our merch store and folks if you're not sure how to get that uh, you can go to uh, dishinitpodcast.com so our website and just click on the merch and it'll finally right in there okay Okie dokie. and for folks you know we're, we're not here to make money and uh the little bit of money will go to Regan directly, and so she can save for whatever she would like. Maybe education, college, maybe college. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, or maybe another trip to Disney, but uh, that's where any proceeds would go to. Okay. Okay. So, folks, I think it's time that uh, we transition into Walt's wisdom. So, think, believe, dream, dare is the foundational Disney quote, and you hear us talk about that a lot. And you can get the T-shirt too. Yeah. Um, so it's big time for Walt's Wisdom, our segment here. 
And so Regan, mm-hmm. you have a quote, I have a quote. Who wants to go first? Um. Me? Okay, I'll go first. Okay, <laughs> so here's my quote. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Walt Disney. That's should, you, you should say that to my class. What's wrong with your class? It's okay, you're allowed to talk, right? But oh, you still no. have to work. We getting trouble for talking. Yeah. Well, no, but it, there's a time and place for everything, right? So if you're in class, you're in class two, do what? Learn. Learn. And if you're talking, can you learn? No. No. So Well, you can if it's in partners, but if you're talking about um, baseball that we're going to play for recess or whatever, you're not learning. No, that's true, right? Just learning what you're doing. Yeah, and it could affect uh, your marks. Yep. So my quote, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. And that's from Walt Disney. And you know what? Here we are in the end, maybe, of COVID. Maybe not the end of the waves and the impact on our lives, but just the end of being in at home all the time. And now we're starting to open back up. And the way to get started is to quit talking about it and to get going at doing it. So Disney, thought it was applicable to Disney. Disney's opening up and they're doing it in a very controlled, measured way. And they've talked a lot about it and they have a, a comprehensive plan in place. And now it's time to put that plan into action. So I thought it was a good quote from Disney, Mr. Walt Disney himself. Walter Disney. Walter Disney, yes. Okay, Regan, your quote. So, I think you're familiar with an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, Eeyore made this quote, a giggle a day keeps the blues away. (laughs) It's true, right? So it's good to be happy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that could also kind of apply if you're feeling sad about what's happening or your loved one died from the coronavirus and you feel sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just Sometimes a good little giggle is is needed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, that's our Walt's wisdom. He so, sounds sad. Yeah. Well, it's, we ended on a sad note there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Regan, let's wrap up episode six of Dishing It, the Daughter and Daddy podcast. I hope listeners enjoyed this episode. Me too. So what do we have in store for episode seven? We will, we'll have, we will have two special guests joining us. Plus, day two for the Preludes version two. Yeah, so we're going to have two special guests joining us, and Preludes version two is coming out next week, which is uh, for the listeners who maybe don't know. We will give the listeners a five-minute recap of the last three episodes in a prelude to the next three. And in the prelude, we're going to drop who our special guests are. I know, very special. So, I think we should sign up from Studio A113 listeners. You can get all the latest news and updates from Dishing It on Twitter and Facebook at Dishing It Podcast. And Dishing It is also on Instagram and YouTube as well. And plus, if you check out our website, we got the new merch store. So have fun with that. Um, and families, as always, we reward listeners 
who listen to the end. Mm. Sorry, you were going to say something? I said people who listen to the end. That's right. Big thank you to Mrs. H and her fantastic baking. Good recovery. Uh, <laughs> and allowing us to record this podcast. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the great music. And thank you. We hope you enjoy listening to Dishnick, the daughter and daddy podcast. Please remember to think, believe, dream, and dare. Goodbye, family. family. Regan, what is episode six's extra magic minute? Well, you better be on your best behavior. <gasps> Why? Going to Disney. Because in Disneyland, they, yeah, they have a jail. They have a jail? Yeah, they have a jail. Oh, that's crazy. They can like, to put people in jail? <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> It is for bad guests. Okay, so... So if you misbehave, Mickey will put you in a jail cell until the police comes. Wow, I don't know what's worse. What's worse, the police, or if coming, or if Mickey Mouse is mad at me. (laughs) That's a great Easter egg, Regan. You won't be getting any Mickey, um, Mickey bars. No, I don't think they probably have Mickey bars in jail. Yeah, so kids, listen to your parents. Bye. Bye.